I didn't see any dogs today. That made me sad. You saw him in the movie. Yeah, but I thought the dog died. So. But then he didn't. Mm-hmm. What movie? Friday the 13th. Part 2. Friday the 13th. I thought you said something about changing movie to Shrek. Was that a joke? Yes. Oh. Did you watch Shrek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't wait. Uh. To hear. You've seen Friday the 13th Part 2, right? No. All right. Oh I thought you changed it to Shrek. Oh this is why you can't... You- you can't joke like that, Cody. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 169. We're here, we're gonna play chess Shut and up. talk. Tyler is loving the number of the episode. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I know you didn't. Tyler and I are playing chess. Oh shit. And as you can hear, I'm sure Rob is remote, so he's not playing you haven't opened your candy yet i did yeah Oh, okay but it's like a very small opening opening just open it and just pour it on the table so tyler and i are playing chess <laughs> <laughs> he's going first he brought I'm, up candy. all right i'm sure he's I'm excited going first i'm gonna lose chess it up here we go <laughs> let's get into what you've been up to tyler you haven't been on in two weeks Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. explain um, the newest addition to your face to our listeners. Uh, oh wait, what? <laughs> I uh, I put some metal up my nose. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got my uh, I got my nose pierced. Hell yeah! Wasn't nice. it like pretty spontaneous? It was. Yeah. I mean, you've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, but you know, I I say things and then, <laughs> you know they don't always happen. But this actually happened. Uh, there's a uh, there's a <laughs> there's a ring in my nose now. And um, I look pretty, uh, pretty metal, pretty cool. Is it across the middle part, or is it just on one nostril? I got my septum pierced, so it's like uh, it's dangling. You got from I look like a I'm a bull. That's what I was thinking. That is, that is even more yeah. metal. I love it. Right. I've always wanted to be a bull, and now <laughs> can, I am. Can you flip it up into your nose so you can't see it? Yeah, I have to do it for work. That's yeah. That is yeah, so it's amazing. It's it's uncomfortable, but I'm pretty I'm kind of used to it now. Mm-hmm. But like, how long have you had it? I think it was the last time you yeah. were here. Last time you I saw right you guys, after. I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna go do it. I don't know. And then he did. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, I wow. and then I I done did it. So <laughs> done good, kid. Um. Yeah. So I did that. You guys would appreciate this. I played Fortnite for the first time. Um, <laughs> Who's you guys? Yesterday, all of you guys. Don't you all love Fortnite? No. I, I, oh, you Rob guys don't like does. Fortnite? I don't. I, I I used to dislike it. Then I played it on the Switch and I played it on the PC. It's actually not bad. It's not a bad replacement for oh, PUBG. Oh yeah, it's pretty fun. I it's, wish I could have um, seen you playing it. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Guess what? I'm pretty good. Did, Did you, you dab win? on someone? No, I couldn't figure out how to do the dances. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do for the first round. I was like, "How do I do this? I want to do the floss. I want to do the the uh, the the uh, the floss thing mm-hmm. and the infinite dab or the um what's the I don't I forget what that move's called, but like where you're like uh, you're jumping on one foot and like you're uh, oh your arm your no arm shaking and everything. I was doing it with Carlos the other day. I know and that. I, I pulled my hamstring. What? <laughs> I know the floss dance and the orange Julius. Those are the only two Fortnite no. dances I know. Can you do You're them right speaking now? different languages. To can me. I do them right now? Yeah. I can do neither of those right now. You're gonna now. be like Howard Stern. And you're I can do approximately zero Fortnite dances. But yeah, I played Fortnite and it was pretty fun. I came in tenth place one round. Ooh. Wow, very nice. nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty great at it. What pretty about cool. you, Rob? What you been doing? Anything fun? I know you're out of town. 
Um, no, I've just been like the last, uh, today's my last day in California. I've been here since uh, Monday. Catching up with people, doing stuff. Parents, you know, celebrated their 60th birthdays. Saw a Tesla and drove in a Tesla, and they're as cool as you think they are. I watched my brother play Red Dead Redemption for like an hour, and it's very pretty. Nice. Man, that's really all I have to say. It looks pretty. I think, yeah, I, I'm hoping it'll come out for the PC so we can kind of get some real, like, solid frames and like really good textures and everything but it, for the xbox one it looks it looks really good i'm sure it'll come out like a year after <laughs> that's their ammo all the other consoles yeah that's what they did with uh gta 5 it's cool cool what about you guys what did we do I this mean, week what if... we did a lot this week i don't remember we saw family and friends and went to a wedding mm-hmm. open bar Ooh, <laughs> trouble that's bad we started watching daredevil yeah, we started watching Daredevil, but we're gonna I don't wait. Want to talk about that yet? We're gonna wait until probably 171 to talk about that. I started the Haunting on Hill House oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody talks about that. It's, so yeah, it's it the looked, new hotness. It's this like your Stranger Things. I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, gonna swoop in at the last second. What uh-huh. if they do a uh, What if they do a crossover? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very shocked at how they could pull that off because these are very different shows. <laughs> the netflix cinematic universe kill me anthology series that are all interrelated it's good it's really spooky i've never been more into like halloween media than this year i feel like like watching scary shows and scary movies and stuff like that but that's it that's pretty much just been watching tv watching movies this week we're going to be going over maniac finish that up we're going to talk about the marvel shows and then wrap it up with a, another villain this week because it's spooky. It's Halloween. We forgot to mention that. It is that. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Spooky. Super spooky. Oh, yeah. This comes out on Halloween. We're all in costume. <laughs> spooky. Don't lie to no our worries. viewers, Cody. They trust us. <laughs> our viewers. <laughs> the Netflix shows are kind of all on the chopping block, it seems. Yeah, I heard boys. about that. The... They've been chopped. They've been what? They've been chopped. Yes. yes. But are the... Do you think the big ones like Jessica Jones and Daredevil are going to be gone? Nah, I no. think they just did a lot better. You don't think so? It just made sense for them to keep them around. Mm-hmm. I know that you think your reason's true, but I think that Marvel just knows that Iron Fist and Luke Cage didn't do well. It's not just me. All right, what, what's, it's not just what's you. The not just my It's not you and your tinfoil hat. Which they're going to take it to Disney. Theory. That they're canceling the... Yeah, they're canceling the Netflix shows because they aren't doing that great, and they're just going to wait until they have their own Disney streaming service and just put them on there. Well, I kind of figured that's why they. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not crazy. I cut. I, I kind of thought they were just going to like. So when I I don't watch these shows, I don't know anything about them, but like I just kind of like saw that and I was like, oh okay, well that makes sense that they're going to try to like start phasing these shows out mm-hmm. slowly. They'll probably like come to like a. A kind of like a definitive end and like the Defender show that they have or whatever. They'll do like one more season of that. And then they'll either move the Defenders over to the new thing, the new streaming service, or they'll just start over with something else. You know? Yeah, I don't even think they're going to do that because Luke Cage ended on a pretty decent cliffhanger. Iron Fist oh, weird. ended. People are saying like that was kind of a cliffhanger too. Like that could have been an interesting takeoff but i feel like the disney streaming service isn't even gonna like be like look we have luke cage and iron fist season three up it's just gonna straight up be like okay we have heroes for hire up on our streaming service i feel like that's Hmm. what disney's gonna do 
But you think they'll keep everything on Netflix? They won't like take it no, off? No, I think that they're waiting. Because Daredevil season... Huh? How'd you do that? I was right here. <laughs> oh, you can go diagonal. <laughs> oh, power. Um, because oh, Daredevil I... season three was already pretty much done and wrapped. And they already started filming for Jessica Jones season three. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're going to finish those up and then move those over as well. So... It's an interesting thought because I think that's probably what likely will end up happening just because Disney wants to have their hand on all of their projects and have very much their own creative control, more or less. Um, I, I just wonder what that's going to look like for the transition for the actors and actresses and even people that work on the film or sorry, TV show. Are they all contracted with Marvel via Netflix or are they all contracted with Netflix and, and then Netflix just licenses the Marvel property? And if that's the case, then do they need to keep all these old actors and actresses or can they just replace them all wholesale? I'm sure it's like they're contracted and that's probably like a big reason why Netflix or Disney's trying to get them off Netflix. So that way, like they can keep the in-house costs down and just do it all themselves. Just keep all the profit for them. Yeah, definitely. That's the ultimate goal. I think I'm going to lose. Any other thoughts about the Marvel shows? Are you watching Daredevil at all, Rob? Um, I am. I haven't been just because I haven't had time here, but that, that is a goal when I get back uh, to start watching Daredevil, obviously for the podcast, and because it seems like it's going to be really good, and because this may be the last season anyway, so get a fix of a, a quality TV show. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be the last. For, for the foreseeable future, I think it'll be probably beyond the normal cycle of production release. Yeah, like it might be another year or two years before we see it again. Yeah. Nothing else about Marvel. We're good to move on. Yeah. Oh, uh... Shoot, I had something. It was something. Oh, uh, Kevin Feige announced via something uh, that we'll see the Avengers 4 trailer by the end of the year. Oh, okay. So I would hope so. Doesn't it come out like in like February or something? No, I think Captain May. Marvel does. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. May. So, yeah. So I think it, it's interesting that they're going to try to release it um, this far out. Um, but it kind of makes sense based on what they've done in the past. So No, because I mean, we didn't see the uh, Infinity War teaser until the Super Bowl. Which was like right. three months before it came out. Really? Yeah. Oh, so maybe we'll that see like a first, teaser. Like... Oh, I thought the first trailer came oh, out no. like in November or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw yeah. another one in Super Bowl. Okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so it's the same that they did. Same, same, but different. I'm, I'm hoping they don't, they don't uh, like over-release trailers for Captain Marvel. I'm hoping they only do like one real teaser for Avengers Four, but uh, it's, it seems like a trend with, with movies they kind of give a lot away for for trailers or via the trailers. Yeah, they feel like they need to, otherwise people won't see them, which is Hope, dumb. Hope, hopefully they know Marvel well enough, knows that their audience is like, we're going to see that anyways, because it's the next Marvel mm-hmm. movie. I feel like with Avengers 4, they'll be pretty secretive with it. Yeah. Because they've already been pretty secretive, and they'll be like, we'll give you like a short teaser, and that's it. Like that, That'd be fine with me. <sighs> no... Uh, are you ready to get into the maniac discussion i'm a maniac for maniac so let's do this are you gonna be okay with spoilers tyler dude what's maniac perfect Perfect. but for the listeners if you do care about the show and want to experience it spoilers for the last four episodes of the show because we're gonna talk about the no what do you guys think good yeah i really enjoyed it it ended a lot lighter than i was anticipating I was yes. really waiting for it to just the rug to be pulled from underneath me and for it to just be like a middle finger because that's kind of the whole tone of the show. 
I thought the last like uh, few scenes where they escape and everything was gonna just be straight up like cutting cut away to like Greta still in control, Azumi and um, Mantle other yeah, Mantle Roy being dead, and they're all stuck in their chairs. That'd why, be fucking dark. Why yeah. would Azumi and Mantle be dead? Well, because you know, Mirag Greta basically shocked the shit out of that black orderly. I figured she'd oh, figure okay. have a way of killing them. Everybody else too. And like mm-hmm. keep the gas like going in there. Yeah, exactly. But that would have been that, that. I think that would have been a, a huge tonal shift of the, of the show. It's been darkish, but not quite that dark. And it was dark in more of like a psychological, like challenging way, and not like, hey, they're vegetables. Yeah, not in like a bleak sort yeah. of TV show way, like a Black Mirror. <laughs> I could see that being a thing, but. I don't choose to interpret it as anything dark. Yeah, because exactly. I've seen a lot of people right. interpreting it with like maybe they are still in the simulation and. Oh really? Yeah. I took it at face value. I was like, no, this is like because it's a limited series. I was like, I mean, they cliffhangers kind of resolved everything. Like they were just like, this is the story. This is what happened. Yeah, I think that was just more of my like Black Mirror esque kind of influence, per- persevering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, this is like Black Mirror, but not sad. <laughs> I, I there, the... there were sad parts. Not like it. I don't know. That, how to that, like that it was sad. sad. It was more poignant than sad. Did you like the medieval episodes? That was episodes like seven and eight, kind of. <sighs> Personally, no? not what? really. I, I, no. the 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 context of everything that was happening like i it made sense and like what it was representing was enjoyable but i found um owen's portion far more interesting i was gonna say the same thing where his like family's like in the mob and he's a snitch yeah Yeah. and it was just like a huge metaphor for the court case and Mm -hmm. his mind trying to deal with that confrontation and i liked how the confrontation was more so with olivia and him dealing with her and like what he did to her Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty cool because we saw olivia in episode five but we didn't know who she was and even in this episode like it took a while before they explained like or owen kind of talked it out Mm -hmm. so it was interesting and even at the end of that episode like he still like fucked up their perfect world because they ran away together but he was still just like i can't do this Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think that was him more breaking the bonds of real of what the simulation was. He's just like, this is this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. This yeah, is wrong. This is mm-hmm. fake. Like he was waking up essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the Matrix and all that kind of jazz. And didn't he become a he became a, a bird right after that and then tried to he rescue? He became a hawk. Annie, I'm a hawk. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that was silly to me. I was like, okay. That was really funny. Yeah, though. it was an odd way to end the episode. Like, yeah. it kind of took away a lot of the impact. I enjoyed the ninth episode, where he was the Icelandic something. Oh, I don't sn- even know sn- what he was. Sn- he was Snorri. <laughs> that was, that that whole, that, that, I think, that whole set piece and everything was just really entertaining and fun, but also had kind of, like, another level to it, because it started getting, like, real deep into, like, everything that was happening. Was I just good. liked how it started with this. Check. I just liked how it progressively got more and more ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no one batted an eye about it. Yeah. This is normal. This is what happens. Like the uh, round table discussions. Mm-hmm. I was like, this seems so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I 
kind of believe like i want to believe it's like real and it's kind of just silly that's just what it is they didn't like try to explain like the nature of this universe or i mean they haven't done that yet. yeah and i they... like that they just kind of throw you into it and there's a story going on like the episode four i think is the lemur one that was one of my favorite episodes of television just because it was so ridiculous but i was like i, I believe it they, they got me and then episode nine was just like the same thing but on a way bigger scale of yeah just like you have to just figure it out as the show goes on and it's just like yeah yeah they definitely need to to i don't even know what they're doing <laughs> and that was the episode that had the the pretty the heat ray with the blue alien yeah oh, oh yeah so it, it, it was a weird episode because it, on one hand it was super super like ridiculous and everything else and then almost immediately after it became super poignant for both characters and I was like, oh, yeah. confrontation. I was, I was not ready for this, but it's good. I was very surprised that we got a wrap-up episode, like episode 10 was. I really yeah. expected the test to just go all the way through the 10 episodes and then just end with no kind of resolution. Mm-hmm. That's really what I expected from this show. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just you don't get resolution sometimes and you deal with it. Yeah, that's a way they could have gone, but I feel like they were trying to get the point across of like, yeah, there is no resolution, and yeah, you have to deal with be- having these illnesses and being depressed or having some kind of... Schizophrenia. Yeah, like, people have these things, but... We're you imperfect, just... basically. Yeah, but... You can still be happy. You can still be happy. You don't have to resign yourself to, I'm just that person with this thing. You're not a You're not a description. You're There's more to you than just some words. You're not a maniac. A very out of the blue show and it reminds me of what is it Mindhunter from last year yeah where it just kind of came out of nowhere and it's so far it's a limited thing like it was just a season mm-hmm. but i hope it gets more and it was just really good and was different it Mindhunter this year no it wasn't that came out last year i think it was late last we year watched... oh shit yeah because we watched that like when we moved in like that's the show we were watching damn yeah so i feel like this is a very similar thing like just out of nowhere i'm like man this is probably like one of my favorite shows of the year. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I I think this might be my my favorite one as well, just because it was so it it was like firing on all cylinders. It was funny. It was sad. It made you feel those emotions beyond just like this thing happened. You should feel this way. Like it actually kind of drew you in and was more of an engaging show, even though it was only ten episodes and you knew nothing going in. I don't know. It it felt all those things, and I thought it was good. But I also enjoyed the random appearance of Hank Azaria as her father. That that was not something I expected. Is he's a com- comedian, right? Yeah, he's a comedian. He was in like Mystery Men. I think he does voices for Simpsons sometimes. I knew I recognized him, but I didn't know from where. So. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's I think he's a, he's oh he plays Apu. That's right. Um, so he plays, uh, plays a Rocker. lot of people on The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably the uh, best acting I've ever seen from Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that 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 solidifies what we talked about early on about him. This being kind of like a breakout role for him to do something just really different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and same with Emma Stone. I feel like she did a phenomenal job, even though she has like an Oscar. Like she's already known as a good actress. I think that she, this mm-hmm. is just another standout in her portfolio yeah. of like what she can do yeah. and just the range she can have. Because they all play, they played like five <laughs> characters essentially, maybe a little bit less than that, just through mm-hmm. the course of the show. Yeah. So just the range within this one show is pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the idea behind it helped really um, exemplify that because of the way they were able to take 
a big universe and then to break it up into all these different like different concepts that allowed them to shine in very different ways from the main story. I mean, even though they both did great, I think it's nice to see more being added to Jonah Hill's portfolio, I guess, that isn't that's gonna help him stop getting typecast. Yeah, and that's like what I know he's been doing that for the past few years, trying to do other things, but And that's what Ooh. we said about the mid nineties or whatever movie. I was yeah. just about yeah. to ask if you guys are gonna go check that out. Uh I'm interested. I really want to go see it. It looks really cool. If the only reason else. I'm not interested in it is because I don't feel like I can relate to it. Yeah, me either. Oh, I can. Yeah. What do you guys want to rate Maniac? Out of 10 what? There's so many options. 10 Hawks. I was going to say out of 10 missing 10 chapters of Don Quixote. Oh, that's out a good of one. 10, right. 10 Roberts. No, I like the chapters one. That's a good one. I think 10. ten, ten, uh, ten that's that's um, too wordy of a rating system. 10 Fucklantises. There we go. Yeah. Ten fuck lances. All right. Ten copulating it. software. Yeah. Copulating with software. It's <laughs> a good. Yikes! Like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you would too. So, what do you give it, Rob? I'm gonna go like a solid nine, like a very Dang. competent nine. It, it's really good, and especially knowing like it's done. It in a nutshell, it is what it is, and that's it's nothing else to worry about. They told the story so, they needed to tell. Yes. What a about it is holding you back from getting giving it a 10 uh, i wanted it to be longer is that a criticism or... i don't think that's a real criticism i mean i don't know i don't, I don't think i have it's it, it just i don't know it's just not quite perfect perfect perfection is like a super high bar i don't think giving it away i don't think giving it a 10 out of 10 deems it as a perfect medium and like this is the epitome of medium it's just like to me, it was a 10 out of 10. Like, that's what... Wow. No, like, I'm not saying, like, I would give it a 10 out of 10. It's just, oh. like, to you, it would be a 10 out of 10 if it's... Like, if you personally have no flaws with it, even though someone who's, like, a film critic could probably have flaws with it. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just I just don't think it's quite there yet. Because I, I don't typically give out 10s very often. I don't think I've given Loser. out 10. I'm sorry. My opinion isn't resonating with you. 9 out of 10. Don Quixote missing chapters. Thank you. What's You're your welcome. rating, Cody? 10 out of 10. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen right there. <laughs> okay, well, I see. I, see. I like it. Because I was thinking, I was like, I could, every episode I was not disappointed with, even if I was confused, I was like, I want to keep watching. Mm-hmm. And even thinking back, I'm like, there is nothing about the show that I would take out or get rid of. Like, every scene and every episode built on itself and had a purpose, even if we didn't know it right away. Like, it was just such a well-crafted story and, like, one thing that... I don't know, nothing. I loved all the actors. The dialogue was great. The set pieces, the clothing, the soundtrack, just everything was just like so. The aesthetic. Yeah. The aesthetic of the show was just fucking like on point and that this show had so much effort go into it. Just mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. They've been great. working on it since, um, I want to say 2016. Holy cow. Yeah. That's crazy. I was reading on the Wikipedia page that it first got yeah. like. It was first in the talks Uh, of happening in 2016. So it's been an idea that's been worked on for a while now, which is cool. What would you rate it, Britt? Nine and a half out of ten. Oh, you would. What's keeping you from a ten out of ten? I'll fucking fight both of you. (laughs) Cody has very strong feelings. You can sit on that tower and be wrong. It's fine. (laughs) No, I genuinely... It's probably my favorite show of the year. I thought it was... A little slow sometimes, but I yeah. didn't hate it. I agree at with all. that. 
Comparing it to like Better Call Saul, oh, this did not feel slow. Better Call Saul is like a 7 out of 10 <laughs> in terms of how slow it is. Better Call Saul is like molasses and this is syrup. It meant a lot and that's nice. Nine and a half. <laughs> wow. I hate you, but no, that's fine. Those are really good scores for any yeah. medium. I was just yeah. Especially something, yeah. a, new, a new IP. I think that's a pretty solid. Yeah. With no, like, yeah, literally no backstory. Buy-in. Yeah. It's just... Hey, watch this weird fucking trailer. Can I watch this show? Oh. <laughs> and love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Annie, I'm a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Oh, God. Your turn, Tyler. So that's our Maniac discussion. I'm sure it'll be heavily discussed at the end of the year. Yep. Because <laughs> Guaranteed. chess talk awards are coming up. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna fight for it. Chess talk season. I don't want no Stranger Things sneaking in again. I don't think they're coming out with a season. Yeah, they're, they're not. not. Sure, yeah. But I know Haunting of Hill House is gonna sneak uh, its way in there. Nah, I I wouldn't put it in my top three. I'm not <laughs> done with it yet, but I want to put it in my top three. Mm-hmm. You think it's too niche? Shit close. Uh, no. So far, the story of Haunting at Hill House isn't that great, and that's what I watch TV for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not to be scared or for, like, a novelty, but, like, I genuinely want to be entertained and enthralled by the story they're trying to tell. And so far, it's just, like, I'm interested in Haunting at Hill House, but it's just not as gripping, I would say, as Maniac was for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's a whole other topic. We'll get to that in a couple months. Oh. Are you ready to wrap it up and get into the spooky? Do you want to lead the discussion about our villain of the week, Tyler? Uh, Should I preface this? No. You might want to. You might want to give a little backstory on this. Well, it might, backstory. Well, depending on the cold open, they uh, the listeners might have the backstory that they need. Uh, oh, I don't okay. know what you're putting in or not. <laughs> um, but just to recap, I'm an idiot. No. No. <laughs> I. There is a joke in our uh, text about the uh, about the movie we were gonna talk about this week <laughs> that I didn't know was a joke because and last week's episode was called Halloween is a Shrek prequel and so in Discord I was talking to Rob and I was like <laughs> so to continue with the narrative that we have in place we're gonna talk about Shrek next week right and I saw that and I was like. I, I was I, like on my I was on my ten minute break at work when I was looking through my texts and notifications and stuff. I saw that. I'm like, oh, it looks like they're changing the movie to Shrek. And then I like got myself a coffee. I just, and went back to work. You I know? just genuinely love that you know Cody so well that you would think he would actually say that because he would like seriously kidding. like. That's what Cody yeah. is to you. Like, yeah, I guess that makes sense with I, what Cody has presented like, oh, to me okay. as a person so far. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's go with this. Yeah. So, but I told you on the phone the other day what it was, right? I'm pretty I sure when we were on the phone. that was the day after I called you. It was the day after with the Shrek thing? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay, so you... Because I think so I called you... So at first you... you knew what the movie was and then you like... Yeah, because okay. I think I called you Thursday night. Yep. Yeah. And then I think Friday was when i Cody saw memed that and the world like, changed yeah well just because also it just didn't seem like we were so solid on the movie so i was like oh maybe maybe they would change it i don't know <laughs> so we're going over the villain this week so what did you think of the villain in shrek tyler so that way you didn't waste <laughs> lord, your time with the movie. lord farquaad would you consider <laughs> lord farquaad the villain i yeah who would be the villain shrek, shrek. it's shrek? actually the donkey the donkey is just really there to foil everybody's plans 
I th- yeah, well, I think that you can make that case. I think yeah. that the, the that donkey yeah. is the reason the movie happens. It's true. He's yeah. He He's really the evil mastermind uh, just Jesus. so he can bang a dragon. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he got that fish. <laughs> That's all he ever wanted to do, and uh, he did it. And, he looked up. Yeah. The long kind of, pawn. What would their babies look like? How does that That's work? That's in Shrek Three. Yeah, they're flying. They're flying. I've never seen any of the sequels because oh, they're well, trash. Well, you're just a bad person. That's fine. They're just like baby dragons, and some have like a donkey face. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's <laughs> this adorable. Is they're supposed to be cute. No, they're gross. This is not new to the Shrek lore. Um, I personally find Lord Farquaad a really good villain. Me too. Yeah. Um, he's he got is. that like super rapey vibe. <laughs> for <laughs> uh, you love him for that. He's just a good villain. I love that he's short. <laughs> got a problem um, with short comically people? Comically short. Yeah. Well, I think that there's just kind of a lot of innuendo that they play with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because with of that. The castle's like really tall and shrek leans over the donkey like is he compensating for something yeah just like the whole i just i just love that like the whole thing about his like demeanor is like this whole like freudian Mm -hmm. uh little man penis envy kind of thing yeah it's like that's that's really funny i like that because it kind of like feeds into this like you know toxic male you know ideology and and, and yeah. but like it's done so well yeah. that it just flies over everybody's head oh, love yeah. the you know the just the regular audience of this movie kids kids <laughs> it was children way ahead of its time <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's a genuinely funny movie yeah shrek is shrek is really good i think uh well deserved for the uh villain best of animated the week. oh villain of the week yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that Lord Farquaad's name is Lord Fuckwad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, they based him off of a Disney executive because this is like early Pixar. <laughs> I didn't know Did that. They? Yeah, the because the guy that started Pixar used to work at Disney. Steve Jobs? Um... No. <laughs> I can't remember who the Disney, ex-Disney guy was. And he modeled Lord Farquaad off of like one of the... The guy that started DreamWorks, you mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember the guy's name, but I know who we're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Really yeah. awesome. All right. Well, uh, fun. So facts. the villain of the week this week is actually Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, yeah. because spoopy episode. We wanted another horror villain. Horror. Horror. Yeah. This is a horrifying movie. I liked it more than Halloween. Oh, actually, fuck was. Faster, a lot quicker pace than oh, yeah. Halloween, and it was a shorter movie too. I think. Yeah. So I like yeah. that a lot better. And again, we I think we kind of touched on it last week that Jason Voorhees is kind of more of a like you can he's a more complex character. Like there's more happening, especially compared to the first Halloween, where it's just like he killed he people. But in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, like it has a montage of his mom going over essentially what happened in the first one you're like okay i kind of see mm-hmm. like there is some method to jason's like killing yeah like he's it out for solidifies it and like you understand better even if you saw that movie like i think it makes it a little bit more impactful yeah it's just a refresher and just like then you see him and you're like oh okay i get it mm-hmm. like this is his like thought process and this is why yeah. he constantly does stuff like this they give you a psychological motivation. Yeah. And then I think they add on to that, but just like his general psychosis at the end with 
what's what was her name jenny 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 how she like tricks him into thinking that she's his mom and it just shows like he's weird totally like (laughs) fucked in the head like he doesn't know reality and he Mm -hmm. he's just kind of like a primal force Mm -hmm. yeah so it's pure anger or frustration or whatever quick summary for tyler friday the 13th (laughs) the first one jason was like a kid that died at a summer camp okay camp crystal camp crystal lake or something Mm -hmm. yep and so his mom what did she work at the camp she was a chef she was the chef at the yeah. camp, and she was killing everyone because all the counselors were, like, making out and being horny teenagers and <laughs> let her kid drown, basically. So she killed everyone. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's the first movie. Wow. The second well, and one. Then the... Glad I never watched that movie while I was a camp counselor. Yeah. yeah. And then the <laughs> survivor <laughs> of the first movie kills her and cuts her head off at the end of the movie. And yeah. That's, uh, that's our boy, Jay? No. No. Is Jason? Jason's her son. Yes, yeah. he's not in the but first film. The survive, yeah. The survivor was just some girl camp counselor that oh. kills the mom and cuts her head off. Nice. And Jason witnesses that and takes the. Because in this, Jason's more of like a supernatural kind of villain. Yeah, like he's kind of a zombie. Right. So he sees his mom die, oh, even though man. he's already dead. Ooh, ooh. Do you know why that is? That's bad. So they wanted Why? originally they wanted it to be an anthology series, so it just kind of go over the, the Friday the Thirteenth like mythos. The second one did so well that they just kind of dropped that idea and went with a slasher film. And that's why that's why it kind of is very similar to um, to at least to me very similar to uh, what's the other one Halloween. Like it, con- the second one did so well, or the first one did so well. The second one did. Hmm. hmm. So, but then why would they continue it if Actually, they were going to it make may, it? It may have been the first one. Hold on. Uh, I, yeah, I, was I think like, what I'm interpreting is, like, they wanted to be this, like, anthology story about, like, the mom, the son, and then, like, maybe some other psychological... I thought it was just going to be, like, random Friday the 13th, like, crazy shit happening. And then the first one did really good as a slasher film. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, we have some sort of backstory. Let's just keep on making bank off of this I interpret story. it as like the second one was more of a slasher film than the first one like the first one had like a plot and like a she was like a revenge story and this it, one's like kind of a revenge story but it's fun to watch half the, naked girls get stabbed the first one didn't have as much i'm glad you recognize plot that as you think you're glad i recognize <laughs> i'm glad you recognize the that. first one was 100% just a slasher film like yeah there wasn't much oh, to it i've never seen it yeah i know okay it's so, you're not missing much no uh it, so cody's right it was it was because the first one did so well they kept the mythos and then expanded upon it so yeah definitely, definitely part of an anthology but they said jk would you rank jason higher as a villain as opposed to michael myers oh significantly higher i think he has you understand his i think because of the first film you understand his background far more and he's not necessarily a sympathetic villain by any capacity but definitely more believable for it to exist as just like a, a purely core negative emotion of a of a being that just wants to just decimate everybody because of this thing that happened that he witnessed. I think this movie is more cheesy and not just like bad acting, bad characters. It's just like the ending slow mo, like the oh, it's not head coming. Slow-mo, they just took 
they just took frames that well even when she like attacks him with the machete and it sticks in and then again at the end when he jumps through the window and it's just mm-hmm. a 30 so second many shot slow-mos. yeah just oh cool it's just so 80s and just campy it's like i'm not scared by this at all yeah i was yeah. as a kid i was fucking terrified of these movies mm-hmm. i'm just yeah. like i don't know why mm-hmm. it's the jump scares uh, yep they're hardly even jump scares it's spoopy yeah. <laughs> they're spoopy. in slow motion how jumpy can they be I mean, there's others. They're not all. It's not like the whole movie is just slow motion. That'd be so funny. <laughs> the way you're describing it, it just sounds like the entire movie is in slow motion. Uh, just when it's super crazy action mm-hmm. at the end, it's slow motion. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this villain, or just spooky? Spooky. Uh, better. I mean, I have a soft spot for Freddy Krueger, so I'm probably gonna appreciate watching him better. Much better than Halloween. Halloween was uh comically bad, I guess. Yeah. Halloween's a classic. I'm it surprised is, it is. that it is a classic after watching it again recently. Do you know what we should <laughs> watch in a future episode or pair of episodes is like the original thing and then the remake? Ooh. Yeah, because I know Friday the 13th had a remake and so did yeah. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, so yeah. it's possible. And actually, yeah. I, think, I think all three friends. No, just, just Friday yeah. and then and, and Freddy. I mean, Halloween. Uh, had sequ- well, Halloween had the Rob Zombie Oh shit! You're right. Yes, they all had. Yeah, they all had remakes. Remade. Yeah, we so. can do a season of remakes. Yeah, compare uh, and contrast. Yeah, we could. But any other thoughts on Jason? Or we good to he good? That, that boy needs I, a mask. I love '80s movies. Yeah, well, let's yeah. keep watching They're them. They're so bad. There's so yeah. many Friday the 13th that came out in the '80s. I don't want to watch them again, but <laughs> you got to see them with the mask. You They're so good, but keep three. them away from me forever. Thank you. I want them to live in like. Just I saw it once. Okay, I'm good. Okay. I don't want they it to. Exist. Like, I don't want my opinion to be ruined. Yeah. <laughs> just the acting. Like they're halfway to the camp, and she's like, "All right, let's go." Like you're already there. <laughs> what are you? Who directed this? Sorry. Some Sam Miner or something. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Some guy. All I'm happy about is the dog didn't die. They made you think the dog died. But Biggest Muffin, plot twist. Muffin Spoilers. was there yeah, at the, the end. The dog survived. Mm-hmm. Didn't in Halloween, so. Mm-hmm. Zero uh, out of ten. So is that going to do it for this week? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Do you have That's an interest it. in Friday the 13th, Tyler, after this discussion? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I wanted to check it out, mm-hmm. but then I thought we were watching Shrek. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. It'll be a fun... You should watch it on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. It's, it'll spooky. be fun. Spooky. Okay. So that'll do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed your Halloween. Next week, we're going to be going over... We're not going to be going over anything. We're going to be playing a game for episode 170. And we're probably going to be recording it around Halloween. So it's going to be kind of spooky themed. Extra scary. Kind of weird themed. You'll have to tune in next week to check it out. But that's it for this week. Go to our website, chestdoc.podbean.com. Go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. I tweet sometimes <laughs> when I want to. If you have any movie suggestions, go to our or send them either to our Twitter or our email chesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Go to our iTunes, give us a review, tell your dog, tell your mom, tell your cat, tell your friends. That's that's all I got. I lost the game. Oh <laughs> Tyler lost. Pretty badly. That's Tyler, okay. That's okay. You won in my heart. Oh, oh that doesn't 